Uh, you got Sleeper loaded up somewhere as well. I got, yeah, my phone's all go. got all the goodies on it. Okay, <laughs> you and them goodies. Oh yeah, got them That's goodies. Right. That's gonna be my new. It's gonna be my new trademark, my new phrase. Get, the, give me them goodies. <laughs> give me them, the goodies. Yeah, that's a good fantasy team name right there. Uh, give me them goodies. Give me them goodies. God. Uh, not to be said to kids or an angry wife, that's for sure. No, or your boss. <laughs> or, right, yeah. Well, yeah, in that case, it'd probably be like a previous boss. Yeah. Give me them goodies, boy. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm delirious. Uh, let's start. What is this, amateur hour? You're listening to the Frogcast with your hosts, Justin Grant and Christopher C.D. mistakes we have happy accidents hey welcome in everyone okay so we're kicking off the uh start of our two casts a week we're gonna see if we can stay awake long enough to make this happen yeah uh, yeah got, got justin on the mic right here and you got mr christopher Seavies and i I'm naming this episode the Give Me the Goodies episode. <laughs> Give me them goodies. <laughs> what goodies would they be giving you? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Is is that because you actually completed a trade? So in, actually, yeah. Yeah. with that, we're going to talk about the recap in this episode and then just do take a look at like the waivers that processed this morning and uh, the trade i think there was one trade that happened and i think it yeah. did involve chris right them goodies got yeah. gotten i got them goodies <laughs> yeah, this guy <laughs> did, did not get them goodies okay so uh, uh let's let's uh, look at it here we got um james going against mike so bed bath and Bijan went up against fumble Ruski. james right. finishes wah, 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 wah. <laughs> finishes with 120 mike finishes just under 70 he has yet to score 70 fantasy points on the season yes that's right yeah, yeah well you know it's that darn lamar jackson you know you get used to like 40 points from him you get used to those 40 salads he puts up you know? <laughs> no then, then no he, goes, he can't he can't force <laughs> it no what? Oh. oh all right sorry yeah but you know what i mean yeah. Now he's only, he's, he's, you know, uh, 22 points for Lamar Jackson. What's going on there in Baltimore anyways? Uh, well, I don't know. Honestly, with them, I think they're still struggling to get it together with a new OC. But so the other piece to that, though, really. Uh, is, Deion, I, what was he thinking with Deion Jackson? I was really, I don't I was really know. curious for that. He missed the hype on how Zach Moss <laughs> was going to be like the workhorse, I think. And he just assumed it was coach speak. Yeah, so between his... Running backs, less than three points. Uh, Jamal Williams had another terrible day and then I think got injured, right? Yeah. He ended up with some sort of a, um injury there. Uh, you know what that means this week, right, baby? It's Kendra Miller time. I do think you're right on that. Yeah. Your, your stud that you've just been talking up like crazy. Between that and Jordan Love, I can't tell who you're 
hanging your hat, your your hopes on more here. Well, it's an embarrassment of riches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a way to describe <laughs> why, it. Why do you sound like that when you say that? Hmm. Mm. Almost sounds like you don't believe me. Um, I I think that Mike's team looks really good on paper. If it was four years ago. Yes, I I agree. <laughs> Jump I agree. in a time machine. Yeah, <sighs> Curtis Samuel. You know, you got your um. Oh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, yeah. Allen Robinson. Come on. Oh, Allen. Oh my God, yeah. he would have been killing it a few years yeah. back. Travis Kelsey, I think, is just still working his yeah. way. You know, getting back in the swing of things, he'll be fine. But um, and then on the flip side of that, James's team. You know, he had DeAndre Swift go off. That was an early start. Bijan Robinson is. He's doing what he was supposed to do. Um, Don't look now. Mr. Sam Laporta potty. 8.8 points. <laughs> he, he is doing serviceably well as For a rookie. A rookie, tight rookie end. Tight, yeah. Right. And right. I think you had jinxed it because you were like, yeah, rookie tight ends never produce. Look back through the annals of time. They never I, do anything. And then Sam Laporta heard you. He did. He must've heard me. And I think it's more that, um Jared Goff heard me and they're just having to throw the ball a lot and Laporta is actually he's, he's doing really well so we'll see what comes of it you know Plenty I, of football left. you know I think turn your head and Goff should have stuck oh, for him nice. instead of King Joffrey yeah right okay. yeah sorry that's that's, that's a decent one yeah yeah all right um so is there really that much to talk about on this match? No, no, yeah, no. Mike, <laughs> Mike got steamrolled. Uh, possibly get used to it. Oh, um, so the next one though, there was this was more of a surprising steamroll here. Uh, Simon chasing Sutton going up against Stephen, Daddy's darlings. Um, yeah, yeah. Stephen has now got himself to two and zero, oh, and Simon drops to one and one. Steven with 96 points, Simon with 68 points. Um, yeah. You know, what's, I'm no. What's going on here, Chris? What well, is going on? As we had mentioned before, this was the battle of ruddy calves versus doughy midsections. <laughs> and in this battle we have uh Steven showing you that the dad bod is in style. It is. Um yeah, Stephen completely whooped um, whooped Simon's beautiful face. Mm-hmm. Um, and you said you were really curious to see how Jameer Gibbs did. I think it's fair to say he's not performing as yeah, well he, as for sure. Him. Yeah, yeah, he is not getting the usage that a lot of people said right, that he that. would be. I should have um, specified. Um, even so, seven carries and 17 yards isn't exactly groundbreaking. No. Um, yeah, no. So, that's... Um, uh, yeah, so there's that. And obviously, on the on the flip side, um, you know, Daddy's Darlings had... Uh, who did he start? Oh, yeah, T. Higgins had a really good game for him. Yeah, that was actually... Twice. Yeah. The that kind of offset each other. Jamar chase who Simon had did not well, hasn't For the done second well at all week this year. In a yeah. Row. yeah. And T Higgins went off this week. So that was kind of, that's double burn right there. Yeah. yeah. And then uh Kyle Pitts, who I touted as having a really, I said he was going to have a really good year. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he has seven total fantasy points through two weeks. So 
Um, let's just gloss over that, shall we? Yeah, um, yeah. On the flip side for Simon, Garrett Wilson had a decent day. He's with no yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Right? I know he's still talented enough to make it happen. Um, we get a 40 plus yard touchdown. I don't even know how long was that touchdown catch. Like, uh, but he's gonna have to do most of this work himself, unfortunately. Yes, I agree. Uh, Mark Andrews had a decent return. Um, tight end play been kind of down this year, right? Kelsey's not doing much. Uh, obviously, he's still trying to work his way in, as you had suggested. Mm. Um, Mark Andrews first came back 13 points, uh, 45 yards and a touchdown. That, that's kind of helpful. You know, anything, right. if you can get like 10 or more points out of your tight end this year, it's been helpful. Um, and, uh, Brees Hall flash in the pan last week, I suppose comes back down to earth with 0.90. He did get hurt during the game. Didn't he? Think. um i think that's just more of a yeah no no no. that's just more of the limitations resting him because of his knee you know they're oh, giving him the okay. yeah, he's fra- he's fragile yes yes mm-hmm. and i mean going against the number one overall fantasy uh player in the dallas defense you can't expect much from a player so yeah them them dallas boys bring the goodies <laughs> The ones you're looking for, huh? That's right. Uh, So, yeah, I'd say uh, Simon. I don't expect Simon to stay to dwell in the cellar of the of in fantasy land for too long. Mm -hmm. So, but good start for Steven. So, uh, Steven's running back room continues to. Oh, I guess there's equal frustrations on all sides of it, but like Kareem Hunt finally. He got a job again now, so he's no longer holding on to running backs that don't even have jobs. See, at least. See, I think, um, I think him picking Kareem Hunt up off of waivers was prescient. There's a good vocab word for you, Justin. Okay. Um, he was able to kind of glean that Nick Chubb, uh, as Andrew says, he wore white after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you cannot do that. Ouch. Yeah, that's. All right, still fresh, man. Them cuts is still fresh. Let's be easy. Um, listen, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. And then Cam Akers gets traded to the Vikings. So his running back room that he has way too full is just getting all shuffled around. Uh, Steven, man, share your running backs, bro. Seriously. Okay, yeah. so Steven, Steven gets the W. Uh, I agree, though. I'm not really too worried about Simon's future. I still think he'll work his way into the playoffs there. So we had our first close matchup to take a look at here. Um, Billy, Billy's bodacious team. I don't even think it deserves saying anymore. It's so stupid. It's kind of dumb. uh, Going up against man eaters, Valerie, um, Billy. Now he, so he won 114 to 112. Billy goes yeah. to 2-0, and Valerie down to 0-2. So our returning champion, not off to a hot start. No, and it's, you know, she rode she rode that P- Petey Mahomes train mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. last year. So, again, uh, for Patrick Mahomes to do what he's doing with the cast of characters he has is nothing, nothing short of brave. But he's still, you know, 22 points for this year. I mean, I felt like he was giving her 30 points plus 
Uh, he was he was throwing up thirty salads all over the house last year. <laughs> you know, thirty paninis. There's 30, just, there's 30, lettuce everywhere. Yes. So uh, pedestrian twenty two point two fantasy crab rangoons from Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't help. Um, and then. Um, other than that, you know, she had she had decent production through her uh, through a running back room and wide receiver uh, or wide receiver one, anyways. Right. Uh, Brandon Ayuk obviously with five point eight didn't help. Dallas Goddard with five point two. Um, really nice flex play by Valerie with Tyler Lockett. Who saw that coming? Old man Lockett, hot Lockett is back, baby. It's he's just good like that. He is yeah, good yeah. like that. Really good matchup to play him in for sure. Uh, and she was risky enough. The the only manager with the cojones big enough in our league to play the Vikings defense and actually scoops six points out of them. That is just she's a wild child. Not one. Yeah, she she's got some big old ovaries. <laughs> right there. That's that's like the equivalent of big balls for women. Oh, OK. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, gotcha. so equal so, opportunity. Yes, this one is certainly proof that while Billy does not have a lot of running backs, hmm. his stable of them, they are certainly, um, they are the, the breeding stallions. These are the elite of the elite. McCaffrey, Walker, when, you know, plenty bananas enough. Jacob's actually still having a bit of a down season. Makes sense since he hasn't been wasn't doing anything for a bunch of weeks yeah i think kenneth walker i would kind of temper expectations there he found the end zone twice but 17 carries and 43 yards isn't exactly lighting the nfl on fire it isn't but i i, I am surprised that there's not more of a split between him and charbonnet i will say that they are still giving yeah, walker you were really high high on that missionary position charbonnet I I am. I think I think that's what Pete Carroll wants above all else. You know, he's he's in his older years as a coach and he just wants all reliable, you know, he just wants someone that does their taxes and goes to bed at eight Ex on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I know. I know that's what he needs. Win games, baby. Um. So, yeah, that was that was a heck and close matchup right there. Um, Val tough loss but i guess at least it's only to billy so let's move on to another absolute steamrolling here um cody just uh destroys stony so we have dallas dst still oh, yeah. going against field of dreams and most things went cody's way except for the fact that Saquon Barkley got injured and is now already ruled out. Derrick Henry has, uh, I think he limited practice. So yes, he was, uh, he's got a hurt toe. Um, oh, we got a boo boo. <laughs> so his, his players, um, are suddenly all falling questionable. Uh, so he got the win at least, but at, at what cost, you know? Right. With Derek, with Derek Henry, um, hurting his little Henry. Mm -hmm. And not <clears throat> not being at full strength and not looking like his normal dominant self to start the year. Um, it changes the dynamic uh, and the Saquon Bar Barkley, you know, uh, soap opera mm -hmm. going on every every week, it seems. 
it's gonna be, it's just a completely different feel for Cody's team this year. It doesn't feel nearly as elite as it had in previous renditions. Yeah, to me. yeah I can I can agree with that. Um, and- <clears throat> but that being said, Hunter Henry has been a nice little tight end pickup for him. And as I had stated in the group me a few days ago, kind of weird to see Hunter Henry right now as a tight end too. And I watched the Patriots games pretty closely. His performance, his performances are not reminiscent of tight end twos in fantasy from the past. So it's right. just weird. Yeah. Yep. It, yeah. They're lackluster as of right now, the tight end position, but that just means if you can, if you can get that 10 points, out of the tight end position, you probably beat your opponent. So yeah, that's really all that matters. And then looking at their bench, uh, like the bench players on this team, well, they easily would have outscored Mike's team. Um, there's just so I'm, many I'm, bench points. I know. I was just about to say, do you think if Stoney could jump into the hot tub time machine, he would throw Russell Wilson in at starter? Well, if he knows this is the outcome, sure. Anything for the points, but... I don't even think if he went back and took another look, I think he'd do it again with Justin Fields. Cause I still think that the majority of people out there are just like, no, next week he's going to get it together. He's not going to be a, a good NFL quarterback, but fantasy wise, he'll, they'll have him run more. They'll, you know, right. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, uh, and also kind of worth noting, um, uh, what was it? Oh yeah, Mike Williams, twelve points with the 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 boomer bust ability. Eight mm-hmm. of thirteen re- receptions, which jumped out at me when I was looking at this yesterday. Just because he's not usually a volume receiver, but it seems as though they're trying to feed him the ball more this year. Yeah, which and was I mean, not well, his role in years previous. This um, is true. He was definitely the fewer targets farther down the field. Um, but didn't Keenan Allen have some absurd amount of targets as well? I think this was just a very pass-happy approach. So you think this was schemed this this week? Yeah, I mean, I think they were like, hey, um, Eckler's not going to be playing. You know, Eckler's out. So instead of giving the ball yeah. to Josh Kelly, who everyone's claiming is good, which I still don't believe, why don't we just throw it instead? Why are you – You're he's, suffer, he's suffering from nameism. He just has a really, really <laughs> kind of blase name, doesn't he? Josh Kelly. Does. Yeah. Like, yeah. I went to school with the Josh Kelly. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't, right. I didn't like we, that kid in school. That's... Yeah, that kid was a dink. <laughs> he, didn't, he never brought the goodies. You know? <laughs> I'm going to run that freaking thing into the ground. I can't. Oh, wait. I, I do. I do believe you. That's the worst part. <laughs> All right. Okay, and sorry. so in the Stoner Bowl, the Stoner Bowl was the highest. Uh, scoring matchup mm. on the week we had um trippy tokers andrew taking the victory over <laughs> titsburg feelers yeah, alex tit- friggin titsburg feelers right there kid. <laughs> so andrew wins at 134 to 123 uh they just most of their players just did their jobs um i think bigger picture here andrew is going to be taking a bit of a hit no pun intended mm-hmm. with uh nick chubb going down so he had nick chubb as his lead running back and that's it's gonna well, make it tougher he, for him going he forward won't, 
he won't need to worry about it going forward, will he? That's my problem now, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this was uh this matchup was one for the ages. Mm-hmm. The the people that write things about our league will be writing about this matchup for a very long time, Justin. They will. Uh, <laughs> they will. I liked will. Uh, I liked your use of high too. That was, yeah, I love how you, know, you got a kick out of yourself there. I think I think both of them all weekend long uh, in their matchup, they're just saying, you know, hey, how high is too high, and that's why their points just kept going up. Ah, jeez, it's um, <laughs> the best I got. It's <laughs> the best I got. <laughs> yeah, it was a good matchup. Strong mm-hmm. play at both uh, running back and wide receiver. Although you did mention Nick Chubb, that will hurt uh, Andrew going forward. Um, although um, I think I had read that McLaughlin in Denver is going to get a bigger workload going forward. Uh, that's an article that I had read uh, a few days ago by Roto Rooter or whatever the hell the name of the that's a plumbing place, but you know what I mean. Roto World, <laughs> yeah, Roto yeah. World, Roto Rooter. Who gives a shit? You know, yeah, one of those crappy. You know, yeah. fantasy fantasy rags. Anyways, mm. so that'll be I, I'm going to be watching McLaughlin for him going forward. Um, and is it fair to say that Dalvin Cook is just can we just stop, please? Now, I'm I was an owner of him last year and it was infuriating and it was even it made me even more upset every time Billy would try to car salesman James Cook to me like, no, dude, so, he's still good. He's still so good. here's here's the toughest part of it all more so than so like, yes, Cook went up against that Dallas defense. So it's going to be tough, but um, the fact that all of these big name running backs that leave to go get a big contract somewhere, and then they end up playing like garbage. Does that, is this a setup or is the NFL doing this to them on purpose to prove a point or are the running backs proving their own point of not being worth their money because they are actually terrible as they get older? Uh, see, for me, it's a catch twenty-two. I completely understand where they're coming from because if you if you take a look for a second at Saquon Barkley's situation, he didn't want this exact same thing that happened to him to happen, right? right? So right. he wanted a big contract. He wanted security for future security, and I cannot blame anyone, whether they're in the NFL, whether they're you know um, selling slinging cell phones. Mm-hmm. People need security, man. They need to you know. They need they need security. Job security is really important. So um, that being said, I completely understand why these big name running backs, quote unquote, want to go and get paid. However, watching Delvin Cook run last year in Minnesota, it was just obvious on its face that he was complete. Like he just looks he looked slow and indecisive last year. And this year, I mean, the Jets weren't doing him any favors. Don't don't mix my words, but. Still, he just he just looked awful. Just looked awful. He looked like a shadow of himself. So, the, and and that was only with four. You got to remember, he only carried the ball four times. I'm talking about f- out of four carries, four of them looked awful. Like what? <laughs> right. Yeah. In the NFL, it's not like he got 17 attempts. So, ah, uh, anyways, okay, that's it. That's my. I just went off on Delvin Cook a little. Okay, bit. Um, there you go. Yeah. So. Uh, Alex has kind of turned into this even farther with the Bills 
uh, offense here. You know, Allen at QB, uh, James Cook now at the running back position, Stephon Diggs, of course, still at wide receiver. He did not play Kincaid, but he does still have him there on the bench. I We're just seeing a full-blown, I'm just going to start the Bills offense. And this was Bills versus Cowboys, like I said in the, the preview leading into it. And I guess the Cowboys came out on top this time. Yeah, I think that Alex is like, oh boy, Josh Allen's on the cover of Madden. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna load up on Bill's players. And uh, you know, that's an interesting strategy. We'll see if it works out for him. I will uh quick glance at the weekly report though. I will at least give him credit here, both of these guys. They are the only two managers so far in weeks one and two that uh, have both been in the top three scoring points. So Andrew has finished with the most points in weeks one and two. I hate him. And then Alex was the third most points and then second most points. So you got to start smoking that weed, Justin. That's the trick. Right now, they, that's the best case they could possibly try to pitch me on because I like fantasy football a lot. This just in, marijuana helps you as a fantasy player. Yeah, It improves your, your fantasizing abilities. Nine out of ten doctors agree. Marijuana for fantasy. All right. Thank you. It's a good uh, tagline. Yeah. yeah. This, this, cast, this cast brought to you by marijuana. Oh, man. Okay. So, uh, the Stoner Bowl. Fascinating. Uh, high it scoring. Was. It was, but not as fascinating as the Commissioner Bowl. Ah, the commish bowl. Ah, the commish bowl. Justin Ah. against Chris. Chris against Justin. Doubtful going against nothing hurts more. Yeah. And I believe early on, because I had the players go on Thursday. You got scared. You got scared. I jumped out to a lead with Thursday's game. Mm. Thought it was looking pretty easy. And then uh, all of the Sunday games, man, uh, right up until the very end, you had... You had the lead. It's like had me beat, and I was slowly, more so and more so, getting projected worse and worse. Uh, Montgomery goes out. I lose my chance there. Waddle's doing decent, but then gets injured and he's out of the game. Waddle's bottled. Yeah, exactly. Metcalf gets injured and then he stays in the game, but they don't really target him anymore. But thank goodness that Raheem Mostert went off for me that was the only thing that kept me in it so the the tactician that bill belichick is ultimately hurt me it's it's kismet right that i get burnt by my my favorite head coach in the nfl Mm, uh you knew he was that's typically a scheme from him right like they're going to take away what you do well which is that's a really high volume amazing pass attack there in miami so it opened up a lot of lanes for Mostert. They were yes. playing like three day deep safety most of that game. Yes. And it was just, I knew after about the, the second drive, I'm like, shit. <laughs> I knew because I knew they weren't going to adjust. They just weren't going to let Waddle or Tyree kill beat them. So yeah, that was a good play by you. And yeah, old man, old man, Allen, as you had alluded to in group me, Still oh, has the shake. He's still got it, man. He does. And all day long. So I was I was having to work on that tree in my front yard that had fallen down. Let me get that mess all cleaned up. And so I'm oh, up good. in a tree 
I'm up in a tree trying to cut down some of the other limbs that didn't fall with it. And I have my phone, which is um, just on red zone there, just full blast playing out. And I'm just up in this tree. I'm shaking. I'm trying to hold on for dear life. And my tiny little muscles are barely keeping up with me. I'm having to reach and, and cut tree limbs and not fall out of this tree and die. And all I keep hearing from my phone is... And there's another catch from Keenan Allen. They're down in the red zone. And I'm just like, get out of here, dude. Old man Allen is just putting me in the grave. But then at the same time, my youngest is sitting inside. And so every time it happens, he's a he's a big Chargers fan. Yeah. Um, his favorite number is 13. Like the first football thing he ever saw was with the Chargers was Keenan Allen. This is a couple of years ago, catching a touchdown pass. And so he goes, I like that guy. That's my guy. Number 13, Keenan Allen. I was like, all right, man. So every time he catches the ball um, on Sunday, I'm just yelling into the house. I'm just like, hey, buddy, there's my guy. Another touchdown. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> so he's happy the whole time. I have to fake this smile that I'm happy because it's just <laughs> killing me on the inside knowing that this might be the reason that I lose my fantasy matchup. Well, Keenan Allen goes by the name of Big Peen Keen in my mm-hmm. house. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of weird looking at the results from this because I have four players on that roster from this past week that are now that are now labeled as off roster. Yeah, just cleaning house, huh? Yeah. You can't beat Justin. They don't deserve to stay around. That's for sure. That's what it was. It was basically a rage quit on the season after that match. (laughs) I was like, well, if I can't win the commissioner bowl, no one can. (laughs) So going into, I even text you about this going into, uh, so like Sunday night into Monday, I, I had the lead by what one point or whatever. And, um, I still had Najee Harris to go. And so I was like, should I just actually sit Najee and just accept my one point win and not try to tack on anything else? You know, you know how, you know how the points calculations can burn you Mm -hmm. sleeper. Yes. You can catch a stat correction. That's what I was afraid of. Cause that's happened to you before, back when you were on Yahoo, you woke up. It was like, and it was by 0.01. Yeah. Some bull crap. Yes. Yes. So, I was like, you know what? I, even if he just gets a few points, it's Najee. He's not actually that good, apparently, but he'll get a couple points. And then that Monday night game, I was too tired. I actually fell asleep right before Nick Chubb's knee exploded. And I'm thankful I did because I wouldn't have been able to sleep. I would have been like so upset. Yeah. Um. So I wake up and then I'm just watching on the, the replay on my phone, watching the condensed game. And... It was like halftime into halftime or going into the third quarter and Najee had negative points. And I'm just, (laughs) I did, when I woke up, I did not check the score because I wanted to watch the game and not have like my feelings tainted by fantasy watching the Browns play football. So (laughs) I was like, just trying to mentally keep track of his points. And there was that, the point at which, um, because it was the condensed film, they did not show me that uh they they were saying like oh is the going for the two-point conversion and there was the fumble and Najee fumbled it and they didn't tell me apparently that it just got called just a com- conversion no good not a fumble right and so i'm like oh my god i'm at like negative two points right now 
And so finally the game was over and I went and checked the score and I was like, oh, thank goodness. He finished with at least positive points. 4.8 points. Yeah. Man. And I think we had said in our last cast, or I had said that it's looking more and more like they missed on Najee Harris, man. I I don't know. The, the jury's out on him. I still think he could be fantasy relevant this year, but certainly not the start they need for him to have in, in Pittsburgh. Right. Yeah, yeah. Start. I need him to have. I need him to have way more than that. So and I, I did. Could, and I could say on the flip, not to cut you off, sorry, uh, but mm. I could say on the flip too, Antonio Gibson has just become a headache for me. And he's, he's not my headache anymore. Um, but uh, he is just, I don't know. I I've seen flashes of that kid and you're like, wow, there's something there. And, uh, apparently the commanders don't feel the same way. No, I don't think they do. And I think it was all hype and talk, um, you know, coming into preseason there. And wasn't it the Thanksgiving game like two years ago that he went off against Dallas? It was either two or three years ago. I watched it anyways. I was at my sister's house. And yeah. just up, just out of the backfield, just so versatile, like his ability to to catch screens and just house it like he yeah, that that particular game just stands out for me. I was like, yeah, wow, I, this kid's that was a good. lot of exactly what they were referring to with the enemy saying, like, this is what he's going to be used as. That's what he'll be capable of. And I almost think it was more like trade bait, honestly, just talking him up like he's the hotness and the enemy is going to use him and he wow what a versatile tool and and yeah. now we're all tools for having believed it i guess yeah mm -hmm. so i squeak yeah. out the win 100 to 95 that rounds out the weekly recap chris tell us how perfect were we on guessing our uh our pickums oh you want us to do the pickies yeah yeah Roonies? yeah let well, me know how we did yeah so justin you and i finished our first official week picking games at four and two a piece. Okay. All right. Okay. So if you, if you care, you yeah. were wrong. You were wrong about Alex versus Andrew. Okay. Okay. Hate myself for that. Andrew still sucks. Yeah. Uh, Simon completely pwned us on. Yeah. Basically he pretended he was something he wasn't. Yep. That's classic you know. Simon move right so there. He went from looking like Superman to Clark Kent for us. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we both got the James game. Correct. Big Jim yep. Fisher. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> both got the Cody prediction, right? Um, job, and Cody. We, bo we both were able to pick our game correctly with you <laughs> as the victor. Woo! And Billy versus Val. Uh, Billy unsheaths his sword to a victory, uh, with a W. So that was one of my losses. Yeah. Um, okay. Was the Billy Val. Um, I yep. chose Val. Thanks a lot, Val. Appreciate it. <clears throat> um, Classic. Yeah. So four and two apiece, buddy. Not bad, huh? No. I mean, hey, that's pretty decent. We know our league all right. Um, but yeah, I think this will be that'll be a fun little thing to track for rest of season and see how we do yeah i agree so uh you referenced the trade a couple times let's let's just um take a look at that trade there what actually went down between it was you and yeah. andrew right yeah yes okay. it was the 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 mother of all trades mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and uh i believe everyone 
everyone like when I when I when the trade went through, they were like, "Hey, that was so cool. That was such a good job of you. Like that was an amazing trade. Like you're really smart, and the amount of forethought you have playing this game just baffles me." Um, and have my kid and um i don't remember know. any of that stuff i remember oh, a whole lot of like crickets yeah yeah um people, so people actually... just came like wait andrew actually got a trade done go yeah, andrew so, so uh this this trade caused a lot of bloody eyes and a lot of ice cream headies um yeah. so basically the trade um andrew sends me kirk cousins michael thomas uh, Mr. Chubb, Zach Moss, Rashi Rice. Um, I also get a 2024 third round pick and a 2025 first round pick. And he and gets... and no, the most important oh, part. Yeah. What else $10... do you get? I got ten dollars, Fabby. Yeah, fab... you go. I got some fabulous ten dollar cherry on top. That's right. I can go to the dollar store with that. <laughs> uh, and then Andrew receives Odell Beckham Jr. Kyla Murray, Antonio Gibson. Uh, you got Stevenson. Uh, that's yeah. the that was kind of the clincher of that trade, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, Dobbs and the first round pick I got from you uh, for, for next year. Yep, for next yeah, year. Yeah, that was that. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, so really, this just comes down to I'm looking at this like a kind of a Kirk Cousins for a busted Kyler Murray um you're giving away a 2024 first round to get a 25 first round yeah a little so i had three first round picks next year right and i'm just trying to shore up the future um so i'll have two next year first round picks next year and i'll have two first round picks in uh 2025 yep um but yeah, Rashi Rice is still an interesting, albeit young, player for me. Um, so I get a little young there at receiver on uh, a team with a very good quarterback. That'll be interesting to watch as the yeah you know the year progresses. Uh, Zach Moss won't be relevant after Jonathan Taylor comes back. I don't think if he comes back, that's still right. ongoing. Yeah, no, it's um, worth the gamble. I see what yep, you're doing there. It's worth yep, that. Yep, uh, and obviously Nick Chubb in all seriousness i hope he's able to come back to football at all um right this this wasn't this had nothing to do with nick chubb i just thought i'd take a flyer on him throw him on my injured reserve let's see how that knee let's see how that knee situation goes it was it was gruesome though um, right um uh, michael thomas um i watched out of the two games on monday i watched more of the saints game i like what i saw he hasn't found the end zone yet. I think he still has the ability to get open, and I still think he has the ability to be relevant this year in fantasy. So that just gives me a little bit of receiver depth, tried and true, trusted. Um, and then Kirk Cousins, just a just a good quarterback. I don't have to think too hard about starting, um, unless it's prime time, right, Billy? And <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of the the genesis behind that trade and yeah. on the flip side of that you know odell beckham the jury's still out he has eight fantasy points through two the games. jury is absolutely not still uh, out that dude is he's old busted and washed man that's not nah okay. we're gonna nah. we're gonna put a bookmark and, on this yeah and I'll, I'll i'm gonna say the same thing for michael thomas i mean i guess he might be um 
perfectly volume capable of getting you nine or 10 points most weeks, which is serviceable, I guess. But OBJ for Michael Thomas, those guys are the same thing. They're old and not worth it. Uh, they're wow. let, letting Dobbs go, though, I will say. Yeah, Romeo that, Dobbs. That, that, was, one, that one was a hard one for me. Uh, I watched a lot of the Green Bay game, too. I just think that that's a young team trying to figure themselves out. There are going to be good Dobbs games, and I was willing to accept that uh, at the trade. But there's a lot of other talent there, uh, Reed. And um, I think when Aaron Jones gets healthy, you saw what he was like in week one. He's going to be a veritable force out of the backfield. There's a lot of miles to feed in that offense, low-key. Um, yeah. But definitely Dobbs. Dobbs could have some big games, but then he's going to throw up games that just crush your hopes and dreams. Right. Um, like uh, in week two for me. So, so your Kirk cousins basically swapping for Kyler Murray. That's that's Kirk cousins. The number one fantasy quarterback right now. Yeah. Older may not even be with the Vikings next year, but he is going to get you wins now instead of Kyler Murray, who is much younger uh, overall like more fantasy talent. I don't know if he can even like throw the ball quite as well, but he'll run more uh, if he's on the field and playing. So where he's still in the pup, um, who knows if he'll even come back to play for the Cardinals, kind of like a Jonathan Taylor situation. But yeah, I just feel like, I feel like Kyler Murray is a, as my dad used to say, shit in one hand, wish in the other, see which pulls up fastest. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. And with Kyler Murray, you're just sitting there wishing. But, you know, I need I need consistency. I need that as, you know, I need that missionary position mm-hmm. style player. He's the perfect one for it. He, he, he really You watch is. that that quarterback show on Netflix? He is so milk toast. It's oh, not even funny. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing. It's perfect. Oh. It's absolutely perfect. So yeah, that was the big trade. And then okay. uh, any of the uh, any of the waiver claims that you want to just kind of. Um, so I mean, looking at Burita, that was the one that had well, really the top two there. So Burita had three bids on him. Um, yep. Stony won the bid with seven. Billy chucked four at him, and James zero. It's like yeah, I'll get him for zero bucks. That'll happen. Um, do you, do you think that burrito's worth it though? Um, uh, I, th- I think that we saw, you saw some good stuff when he played in, uh, San Francisco as a young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, definitely much, as, as a young much, man, that was right. a long time ago. Yeah, I know. There's a lot of, there's, there's some trade on them ties, <laughs> uh, but no doubt he'll try to bring the goodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and, sure, uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I really wanted someone. I don't understand the psychological aspect of placing a zero dollar bid <laughs> on anyone, quite frankly. Like just I think in case I... no one else wanted right. to go after the most talked about <laughs> waiver pickup. That's all. Oh okay. Yeah. Um don't worry though, it happened again. So with Tank Dell, the other waiver wire hotness on the week, Simon actually wins this bid with eleven dollars. The next closest bidder, Stoney, had three. And then Andrew and James both put in a zero dollar bid. Man, eleven eleven dollars for eleven for tank. Eleven for for sixteen fantasy points this week. 
Yeah, I think it's more about the he's jumped up to 80% snaps and he got 10 targets. So it's almost like it's a what if this is another Puka Nakua thing going on here where all of a sudden the rookie is just going to take over on this trash football team. Yeah, Puka Nakua. What a beautiful name. Mm, it is. Absolutely. A Puka Nakua. <laughs> na, 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 na. Yeah. Um, sounds like a Kuna Makata. That's why I love yes, it. That's why it's soothing it. to say, too. Yes. All right. Well, that concludes <laughs> the recap. Yeah. Um, so, congrats to those who are 2 and 0. Congrats. Uncongratulations um, to those that are 0 and 2. And then all the rest of us in the middle that are 1 and 1. The C let's, students. Let's get this. Let's get this settled in week three. We'll clear a mess of this up. We will see you guys on the next cast that will be coming out later this week. Yeah. And we're going to do the preview. That's right. We'll make sure to bring the goodies. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a stupid thing. All right. Uh, we can do the normal. Uh, hey, everyone. Don't forget. Keep it frotty. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week.